Welcome. 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 To views from the bridge. 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 This season, it seems like it's been Philly versus everybody. Do we want to be a good team or do we want to be f-ing great? Shabelka. Back to Fontana again. Good ball, Matt Riel. Good combination. Shabelka. Down for Shabelka. He'll see that shit. What a goal. Oh, boy. And he dips the old on your bike. Pretty a dupe as you're going to see in any old opening back. Derek the I want you to take the field and remember two things tonight. Number one, this is our house. And number two, this is now our conference. It's Philly or nothing. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Views from the Bridge, your second favorite and third most active releasing Philadelphia Union podcast. I don't know. The first one, verifiably true. The second one, not so much. Inconclusive, in fact. Uh, I'm your mathematically proven to be most of the time host, Evan Vlella. Hiya. Good to see you. Good to talk to you. Joining me, uh, you know him well. Kind of. It's Paul Katrina Jr., you know him well, kind of. Yeah, and so, you know what I like about that is that it either means you know him well, like on a personal level, but only sort of, or you know him, and then I'm like, you know what, but but only casually. Like, you've like you know, people know of my existence. Yeah, yeah, like that guy you saw at the store this week, Paul Catrino Jr. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said hello, I said you should try on the red pants in Target. This misconnection. Let's go for a drink. I don't think suggest anyone when, wear red pants, would you? Ah, uh, you're talking to me, so I don't know. That's, that doesn't uh, mean anything to me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I am trying a mystery seltzer from Bonesaw tonight uh, that my good friend John Zapata gave me, El Parcero. Oh. Uh, gotta tell you, wasn't my favorite, but I did throw a splash of cram pineapple in there, and now we're sitting pretty. So, good decisions have been made. That's good. That's good. I'm glad that uh, they named a brewery after Randy Savage's character Ready to Rumble. That's exciting. Really is best part of that Spider-Man movie. God. Um, hey, also here, and probably not going to go on a 20-minute diatribe about hard seltzers or red pants, but who knows? It's Justin Ashcraft. Hey. <laughs> Perfect. God, we found we found the, the just a beautiful amount of balance and composure between Paul and his weird rants and spicy takes and not health health tips, which by the way missed out today, Paul, and uh, and Justin's concise, direct, short, uh, meaningful discussions, and then there's me. I'm just gonna pepper you. it on. You, you're not gonna see it. No, coming. no, I didn't tell you to change. I was just you know, it's an observation. Fair enough. I know it's too I, I do, This is a great little group we have here, isn't it? Speaking of a great little group we have here. Little group of games we gotta talk about, boys. Indeed we do. We haven't spoken to each other since uh, the Montreal Impact. Yes. Came into town? Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> came to our country to play came us to in a country? home game. I'm not, yeah. sure, I'm not sure how uh, that works. It's still jarring but... to see Red Bull Arena. In blue? Well, in any color, really. Because I don't like looking at it in general. But, yes. Uh, in blue. 
But uh, hey, we haven't talked uh, since then. And in fact, your Philadelphia Union, our Philadelphia Union, the Philadelphia Union have played three games since then, which is a nightmare. Um, Coming at us fast. Yeah, and there's another one tomorrow. I mean, that first yeah. game that first game of this three yeah. I mean, was literally a nightmare. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, if anyone watched the Philadelphia Union draw FC Cincinnati nil-nil on Wednesday, the 23rd of September, there's a check in the mail for $5 for you. I hope so. I hope so. Because I... Don't... Just buy some Visine and hope it can <laughs> clear memories. That's the like cost a... Of, the cost of like your fandom for that match is $5. Two... Two fifty an hour of watching that game <laughs> yep. is a little underpaid. <laughs> Honestly, we don't know when these checks and, are coming. You know, Justin, <laughs> when when you think about it, a lot of guys on that field got paid more money than we did for that, and that's also a shame. Yeah, true story. You know, yeah. at least entertain me. True story. Sportsmen, why can't you be entertaining, sportsmen? We're mad at you. One of the um, things I think we learned in that game is Harris yeah. Mandunian is not a defensive midfielder. Not that we I, had in a, in a zero before. zero game. We have to, I don't think we had to know that. I think we already knew that. I mean, I our attack we were... our attack was bad, but that that didn't excuse. Sure, Mandunian. Sure. No. Yeah, and I think I think Cincinnati has caught on to that as well, and they realize, mm. ah, we are going to have to adapt, aren't we? Mm. And. Hasn't been going great for them, but, you know, if the Union weren't in such a good spot right now, then a draw against Cincinnati wouldn't necessarily be the worst thing in the world. Yes. Except then, they lost. Not there yet. Not there yet. Yeah. I mean, the Cincinnati game is it fine. It context, yeah. The, the Cincinnati game is fine. I, it's it's one of those things, uh, you're on the road, it's a draw, it was pouring down rain. Mm. Nothing about that game was going to be pretty, and it wasn't. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's like, it is what it is. It's just one of those, you can't have a perfect season, so you might as well just... Get these crappy results out of the way and just move on. You know, you don't need a podcast dedicated to talking about how this totally derails the season. <laughs> this one game doesn't warrant that importance. It didn't, because the next game was way more interesting, and I want to talk about that game. Oh, of course. Mm, so juicy. I mean, I feel like we have to start the back game talking about El Brujo. Taking on two World Cup players. Yes. Yes. The the balls on that guy. I mean, for real. The guy gets a national call up and then goes, <laughs> Higuahu? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, the game in question, I mean, I, I, I don't think we need to tell everyone which game we're talking about. Yeah. But in case we do, a, a very rainy Subaru Park, which I think added to this game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Of course, okay. yeah. Your Philadelphia Union 3, Disappointment Club de Football, nil. A.K.A. David Beckham Passion Project, Coconut Bangers, Palooza, FC. Yeah. Um, CF, sorry. Higuain, somehow available. You know, I, listen, hey, whatever. Didn't matter. 
Um, oh, it, do- it doesn't absolutely matter that Corey Burke has been floating through these immigration hoops for about yeah, nine yeah. months now. But God forbid Higuain wants to make sure he gets his trip to Chester, PA in because it's on his bucket list. They can just bump him right through, can't they? Give me a break. Give me a break, MLS. You know charter, what you did. Char- charter that's, flights, that's man. Terrible. Charter flights. Charter flights. Charter flights. We don't know hey. about that as Union fans, but there's this thing called charter yeah. flights. Does quarantine time move faster up in the sky? To only fly this specific people. group of people on a plane to so places. that they don't have to wait for the airplanes to do what they do and be delayed yeah. and all this kind of yeah. stuff. So. Us casuals wouldn't yeah. know about that. Ah, of course, yes. But, Must be nice. You know. Anyway. Uh, the Philadelphia Union come out in what Google has listed a four one two one two. Four one two one two. A uh, a hell of a defensive performance from our boys against uh, Gonzalo Iguain, like we said, Rodolfo Pizarro, who uh, got a Mexican national team call up recently. Lewis Morgan has been on fire randomly. Uh, Blasma Tweedy is out of shape, but. He's great. And if anyone talks to me about Leandro Gonzalez Perez being a good defender ever again, I'm going to come and smack them. <laughs> I am oh, going boy. to come and smack them. Because, like, yeah, okay, he was he was good with, with Atlanta United, but he didn't have to defend. They scored 800 goals a game. Yeah. It's... When he left and played for Tijuana, he was terrible. It's a reason he came back. (laughs) He thought he was taking the next step, and he realized it was too big of a step. He's bad. He's slow. He's dirty. He gets red cards like a mother. It's bad. Bad. And I'm tired of everyone being like, oh, LGP's really good. I'm like, no! Stop it! Your your name can mean something one year, and the next year it's like, dude, why bother? Why bother? Clearly. Anyway. Some of that also depends Damn. who your center back pairing is. And when your center back pairing in Atlanta is an up and coming future MLS US soccer star. Very true. And you have the US national team goalkeeper rather than a washed up <laughs> yeah. Luis Robles behind you, it makes it a little bit easier to be a defender. Uh, and also when your team is scoring 800 goals a game, it's also a much easier defense. Sometimes you find yourself in a comfortable situation, and you can reap the benefits of it if you play to a certain degree. And that's what LGP did, and now he finds himself on a Miami team where he can't really get bailed out. He was brought in to be, you know, that guy. And... He can't Kinda. be that guy. He can't really be that guy for them. I well, mean, he sees the field okay, but you're right. He is pretty dirty with how he goes about his game. And if he gets beaten in a one-on-one, he is leaving his team out to dry. And they're not cohesive of a unit enough to, you know, be able to cover certain runs that this and, defender's going to make stepping up I, on a guy. What I loved about this game, from a union standpoint, A... Mackenzie looked great. Glessons looked great. Baiza looked good. This is, like, what I wanted El Brujo to be, like, when we signed him. 
No. Yeah. This is like And you just I like didn't Diego expect it this fast. Timbers, like instigate the hell out of everybody but like don't let it get you a yellow card. And like I think we also saw that a little bit out of Santos and then literally out of the whole team when Iguain skied a penalty that he probably shouldn't have gotten but whatever. Um but man, I I love that there's that that sort of locker room and on-field presence of like I'm going to get in your face. Sorry. Yeah. And, and what I love about it is it was two, like, international legends yeah. that he's up in their face. Like, it's it's not some random, stupid MLS player who, you know, is not yeah. going to ever see an international field. Right. This right. is, like, last summer World Cup winner, yeah. Blaise Matuidi, in the middle of the game, you know, you, you foul him a little bit or whatever, and he kind of stands you up, and you just stand right back up in his face. Oh, I love and it. And then... Later in the game, you know, Glesnes celebrates right in front of Iguain, and then El Brujo is there speaking Italian to Iguain. Right. Doing hand mo- hand motions and all. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's just like there's there's a level of fearlessness there. And I think like you know, some of the talking points of the announcers going to this game was like where's the union's bite without Bedoya? And mm. It's clear we have plenty of bite without but <laughs> ding 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't yeah. need Bedoya's bite I, when El Brujo is going to be standing right. people up um, all game yeah. long. A a really good, really comprehensive enough at least win for Philly here. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean Anthony Fontana I I want to talk about it when we when we get to the Toronto match but He's so good. So good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's showing the explosiveness that has been missing from his game mm-hmm. in the times that he's featured in recent years. And to see him just finishing at such a rate. What a ridiculous <laughs> I mean, clip, right? Like, Totally. Yeah, I mean. It's unsustainable you know, for sure, but. But it's good to see someone yeah, trying to, like, pepper a keeper with, yeah. you know, four or five shots a game. Because no one else is going to do I I love El Brujo for the reasons that we should love El Brujo. Mm-hmm. But I don't want him just swinging at the ball from 18 yards out. Because we know he can't really shoot uh, that yeah, great. I mean, he really can't. I, th- like, I think it's contextual for him. And really any of the center midfielders where it's, all right, if it's tied and you're on the front foot or if you have a lead... Sure, go for it. Uh, I, I've seen some selfish attempts from him. That's that's, fair. that's my thing. Oh, I've, that's very fair. You know, I've seen enough of a sample size where it's kind of like, oh my guy, you have two lateral passes to either side of you, make that move. Because we've seen your track record, and I really don't think this time's going to change. But when you have Fontana there, and he's at least putting them so close on frame, and mm-hmm. scoring a good amount of them too, mm-hmm. just someone to make some a keeper stand on his toes and potentially force him into a mistake off a set piece where he's putting it out of bounds and now he's mm-hmm. flustered. Like, sometimes that's all you need out of a midfielder. That's why, you know, we respect Bedoya for what he does because he makes certain plays happen without needing to be directly involved in them. Right. And right. we've all said that Anthony Fontana is eventually going to be that person that could most likely replace Bedoya when set time comes. Yep. Because they, they basically could do the same position, and it would work out fine. But someone who's able to put away 
goals right now. You know, besides Casper, it hasn't been anyone really consistent. And, you know, obviously Brendan gets his moments and stuff, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Anthony pulling the load right now when his team needs it in a core part of the season. Yeah. Can't de- can't deny that he's earned a spot. He's earned a few games more than he's had in recent years. Come January, yeah. he might get his games. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, I think the the thing that's missing, and, and I'm not going to say he's had a terrible season. I think he's just had a more quiet season than what we expected out of him. But I think Jamiro Montero has just not... There's been no game you can point to and be like, he was awful in that game. Like, he was mm. terrible. He He was just not good. Mm. He's been a serviceable midfielder, and I think sure. that there were there were... The difference between him and Bedoya for me is there's games where you can look at Bedoya and go, that was terrible. Um, okay, but just real quick, as a DP player, has he had any games that you've been like, that was an amazing game from Junior no, Montero? No, but I, what I was going to say was I don't think that Bedoya provides enough attack always mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. allow a to to make a defense make decisions of who they're going to mm. cover. You know, and that and that's what I think like you can't you can easily put one on each of them. You don't ever have to double either of them. You don't ever have to think about okay, let's totally. put a second defender yeah. on this. Let's protect this pass. Let's let's figure this out. And I think what Anthony Fontana could bring to this team is just a weapon that might free up Montero to make a bigger difference on this field. Like, and I just, I love that. I think that that, I think that that could be a, a result of Anthony Fontana's ascendancy. Um, you know, and I hope that doesn't go away with, you know, Brendan moving in January, but I think like, I would hope that, um, you know, in the future, you know, next year, Anthony Fontana's is given a chance to kind of make that difference on the field and free it up for the other people who are who are playing mm-hmm. on the field. Mm-hmm. I I love that. I I actually to your point about Toronto because uh, I I imagine we were all going to make the same point at some point about Nero. It looked like that was the game where you could see him trying more to really have an influence. Like, that was the first game in a while that we've seen him really open up and try to curl a couple shots in. And, and I mean, there was flashes of it at Inter-Miami, too. Like, he could have scored, like, three minutes in, I think, off of the, the first ball that Brendan played into him or whatever that was. Um, he's, like, remembering how good he was last year. You know? And, and I think, I, think I, I saw a tweet. I honestly forget who it was from because it was a week ago or so. But... You know, someone said he's not, like, running hard at people like he used to. And he's not, you know, doing those things yeah. that made him the DP signing that he was when we got him. Um, and I, I think, in part, that's because Martinez is on the team now. And he is a guy that's mm. going to be a little more in the trenches, harder play, more physical play, making those 50-50 tackles to kind of relieve Montero of some of those duties. But I think... Montero also doing some of that and being a little bit more box to box or or a little bit more of a 
I'm going to get the ball, run it 30 yards, and, and see what happens in space is going to help him out. Um, it, it didn't lead to a good result against Toronto um, when they played. But Toronto is still the one team that I just assume the Union are going to get their ass handed to them against every time out. I kind um, of... I kind of agree with you there, Evan. I think there's there's a and even thinking kind of what happened on on Miro's side of the field this year, right? Last year, um, you have a, a healthy Kai Wagner all season who's kind of running that line and not really having to worry about it. A mm. lot of times last year, Miro was also a part of a, a two in a four two three one, and you know Brendan was running that that left side of the field. And now you see Miro a little bit more on the left side of the field, but also you've had Matt Real, you've had Gaddis, mm-hmm. you've had Mbizo, you've yeah. had Kai Wagner. So you had four different players kind of playing that side of the field. And I think like he may have had some some situations where it's like, well, you have to defend a little bit more, or you have to be a little bit more cautious of when you go forward and all that kind of or stuff. Or even just you're not as comfortable with those two guys in games. Yeah. Right. Because you you're not there's no way because yeah. you haven't had to be yeah i mean i think that's what we're seeing though right i think Imbizo real are both finding their feet in mls mm-hmm. um i think Imbizo Imbizo for me has been incredible i mean it's what is it six straight seven straight starts now um switching yeah. s- switching sides of the field you know kind of covering wherever they need him to cover and all this kind of stuff and he's looks good doing it. I think Real's is kind of the same way. Like every chance he's getting, he's he's putting balls in the box. Uh, he's uh, yeah, he's doing good things. So I think both of them, I really like kind of what they're doing. Paul, I'll let you get on. I mean, yeah. If if Jamiro's, you know, if his performances are going to come at the expense of homegrown players kind of finding their feet and them making more of those work rate plays and mm-hmm. working into more offensive positions, then, you know, you kind of take Jamiro's, like, ex- his ability to be explosive with a grain of salt and realize that he just needs to be, you know, out there uh, doing what he can do. But if you're uh, – and I get that it's going to be an interesting thing to look at with – Anthony potentially taking Brendan's place in January, but you got to look at it from this year and realize that they could put out a four of um, Martinez, Fontana, Jamiro, and Brendan at the 10, which leaves you with three midfielders who are willing to go into those passing lanes and run at defenders. And does that present you with a chance for Jamiro to kind of flow into spaces to you know, basically play the game like a safety in football, pick off passes, and then just start counterattacking sequences rapid fire. You know, that's a thing you can do right now that isn't necessarily an option with Bedoya because Jamiro has to work harder when he's on the field as well. So there's a lot of options for the midfield going forward, but the rise of the defense has really negated, like you guys were saying, that whole need for him to be that workhorse that, we saw all of last year going like, man, this guy just never stops. He's like, uh, it, it was kind of like when you're watching Giovinco in 80th minutes, just like running at these guys and creating havoc in a final third and finishing off chances. Yeah. You know, we saw that from Jamiro a lot, creating chances with his assist last season, and we know he's capable of it, but it's working with these new guys and these new pieces, and 
you know, you guys are absolutely right. If it's for the benefit of the team, then so be it. Because right now you can't really complain too much with how the union are playing. Yeah. Um, Except when they lose in Toronto, because that always sucks. Yeah, it, it does. Um, Connecticut, not Toronto. Connecticut, yeah. Well, yeah in, I mean, in, in Toronto's atmosphere, yeah. you know. And I, you know what? I like the rest of the schedule. I kind of, I mean, it's tight, but like Cincy tomorrow, Montreal on the 11th, DC on the 14th, New England, Toronto, Chicago to finish out October. Not bad. Yeah, I mean, I think we have obviously Not chances really. to win games. No. And so we just have to go and do it. I mean, I think. Yeah. That's my only that's my only thing with the Union right now. And kind of it was last year too. I mean, I think they have to figure out how to beat Toronto and Columbus. You know, it's like if we're gonna if 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 we're gonna be the best, we've gotta be able to beat the best. And so far it's proven we're we're still behind Columbus and Toronto in the way that we play games against those teams. Yep. You know, the lower half of the table, you know, all all and you know, all three teams are, are clean in house, but it's when you look at the top half of the table, you know, the union are still behind. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's great not having to worry about every game necessarily. I mean, I think you still do, but there's it's it's nice having games where you're like, well, yeah, we should win that. That shouldn't be a problem. But like you're saying, that's all for naught if you can't beat the teams that are right up around you. Because yeah, then once you get to the playoffs, on, that's what matters. Right, you're relying on other teams to slip, and in a playoff structure, like, in the regular season, that's fine, I guess. Like, you can definitely still get into the playoffs if you're just like, well, if these two teams aren't as good as we are against everybody else, then we're fine. And even then. Um, but when you make it to the playoffs, <laughs> you got to beat the teams that are inevitably going to be ahead of you on the table, because you're going to see them in the knockout rounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because ultimately, fine. But when you're one against, you know, three, and you're the three, yeah, I don't know. Because at that point, you're setting the bar pretty low for yourself if you're just kind of trying to get a top three spot in the playoffs, and you're not, you know, you're hoping you get it along the way in the playoffs and are able to just beat these teams when you have to go up against them. It's yeah. almost like you would like to see them be a bit more comprehensive or, you know, asserting the way that they play against these top teams because then it makes them have to prepare harder for you. And it's almost like they have to do more work just to play you in these situations where you're a team that is still evolving and doesn't have necessarily a set way that they need to go about games to win because we've seen them win in so many different ways. But. It's, It just gets to the point where these higher-up teams are consistently beating the Union when we as people who look at them every single day go, you know, honestly, on paper, on the field, in every aspect, they should win. And they still find a way to not win. And it doesn't suck too bad, but it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just how it is. It's it's not fun when all the all the press the day after, the two days after, the three days, four days, whatever. 
after you lose to one of the two teams above you is, well, they can't beat good teams. Mm -hmm. Like, it sucks. It's very, su it's very suckish. It is it, very suckish. It suck. suck. Speaking of sucks, okay. uh, my health cool. tip for the day is uh, that COVID-19 sucks, and you should uh, take it seriously. That's I, uh, it. Didn't know where you were going with no. that, but that's, that's good. Glad we got there. I'm glad that you were nervous for a second, but no, nah, I would nah relax. And I listen. I don't know tonight. you. I you know. I mean, I do. I know, I know you well well enough to think that you could maybe take it there, and that's all that you need is just my fear of knowing. Um, yes, Justin. Any any other thoughts? Uh no. I mean, this. Okay. We're like. I. <laughs> No. <laughs> in the in the negadelphia sense of of what we do and, and what this city it not the city that I live in but the city that you guys live in yes, yes or near near um like we're 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 nitpicking at this point <laughs> when of, you right? like you it's, know it's, the, it's very yeah. much when you're only as good as your last game and not like well we didn't lose in September yeah when this is like uh. When you look at the other four uh, franchises in Philadelphia, oh, oh we, let me tell we, you, we we are nitpicking for so sure. So I'm I'm not going to complain too much about uh, a a tie in Cincy and a uh, loss in Hartford. And a nice little win in there too. Yeah. And then a win, you know, I'm not going to complain about that. Four out of nine. <laughs> Anyway, uh, at VFTV Pod, still haven't messed that up. If you want to get in touch, uh, if the audio on the podcast is anything like what we've been hearing from Paul the last ten minutes, sorry, he turned into a robot. But hopefully, it won't be that bad. I think, bad it was, I think it was. I think it was. And that won't make any sense. Wow, so, I am really glad you guys were hearing that too because it sounded we you guys sounded really natural i actually had to turn subtitles on for skype and it's been transcribing the entire time so i have not heard a word you guys said but i have read every word you guys have said so hopefully this is clear but if not just have a little fun with it that's good it's, that's it's good. not you'll just hear it's uh, it, talking it's interstellar time. beings talking about your philadelphia union soccer there team go. there you go Anyway, we were hijacked by uh, we'll the UFO Cincy. that was spotted we'll, on the Jersey we'll, Turnpike two weeks ago. The club will beat Cincy. The club will, uh, will beat Montreal. Maybe we'll learn something about someone going somewhere in the meantime. And uh, then we'll talk about it at some point later. Until then, take care, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Views from the Bridge. None of this would be possible without the help of our network, the Beautiful Game Network, and our sponsors. Over at BGN and BGN-FM, you can find lots of soccer writing, podcasts, and other content. Thanks to our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, which is also the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. You can also get dope squads for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Are you tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team, Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. One of the really cool things about the internet is that it doesn't matter 
how you get your podcasts. We're everywhere. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. If you have a platform, we're on it. It's awesome. But what's really great is that you can subscribe and you can leave reviews. And even if they're bad reviews, send them over. Give us your reviews. Tell us how you feel. If you want to do that directly and not through a podcast app, you're certainly welcome to. We have a Twitter. We have a Facebook. VFTB Pod. Let us know. Give us a shout. Tell us that we're terrible. Find some statistical air about Chaco Maidana that we brought up five weeks ago. It's all good, baby. We got it. No worries. And, hey, if you want to email it to us, VFTBpod at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts after a match. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Make this what you want to see in the world out of a union podcast. We're independent. No one's here to tell us what to do. We got you. VFTBpod on the Twitters and the Facebooks and VFTBpod at gmail.com. And we'll talk soon, all right? If you'd like to help us keep coming out with this awesome content for you guys, feel free to throw us a couple dollars at our Ko-Fi just to help us, you know, grab a drink, unwind. We love meeting up with each other, but it's very hard to do because we live far away and (laughs) we need a reason to just meet up randomly. And it would definitely help over a couple beers that you guys can help us with at Ko-Fi slash VFTBpod. That is ko-fi.com slash vftbpod. You can also grab some of our merch at our design tree. Uh, We have a lot of great designs and new ones coming out very soon. Um, If you want to pick up any of them, go to dzgntree.com and just search vftb. You'll find us right there. That is all from us from Views from the Bridge for Chuck. Justin and Evan. I am Paul. Thank you for listening. Until next time, have a great day.